Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. The voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for, like, news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. What's up, Yeezy? It's Monday! What up, Yeezy? I'm good. I'm in Detroit. It's snowing here. Hey, what up, though? Shout out to everybody in the D. Yeah. How was Detroit? Listen. Did you have your lip service last night or is it tonight? Yeah, lip service was last night in Detroit. It was sold out, so that was amazing. We had it at the Garden. Black-owned and a woman-run establishment in Detroit. Nice. And we had uh, Comic J. Will, who is hilarious. Remember we talked about him on the show? He did the Beijing and his head yes. had an allergic reaction and swole up. Yep, yep, yep. So we talked about you and your hair situation. Um, and I, I don't then, use Beijing, nor do I, forget it, have hair plugs. Go ahead. We didn't say all that. And then uh, we had Sada Baby and Icewear Vezo on the show. Mm-hmm. And so that was really fun. We had a good time. So shout out to everybody that participated. Um... Yeah, DJ Slick B also. Shout out to Slick B. I've been having it. And then our girls out here from JLB too, Ariel and Chris Carson and Kirby. Okay. They all came through and we did a little lightning round with them in the beginning. So. All right. Shout it was out to fun. them. And I did hot yoga while I was out here. We did a special nighttime when I got here, 9 p.m. Uh, hot yoga class. Uh-huh. And actually three women who were on Instagram one and they came and did hot yoga with all of us. Nice. And that was fun. And I felt good. I'm all loosened up. So shout out to Live Psycho Delight and Amina for setting that up. All right. Shout out to everybody in Detroit. Shout out to my family, Jay Neely, who does all the uh, parties out there that I DJ, have a residency with them. I love Detroit. Like, it's one of those places I, I feel like it's my second home. I don't know if they feel if they look at me like that, but I feel like it's my second home. I love to go and, and the food is amazing. I just love the people in Detroit. So what's up to Detroit? What up, Del? Well, you ain't doing New Year's with them. I know because I'm booked somewhere else. <laughs> but I, but if I could have canceled it, I would have definitely did it. But I do New Year's at the, uh, I don't know if they, they should have sent the money at the 4040 every year. So that's something that I do. It's something that I've been doing for like the last five, six years. Um, but I love Detroit. Please believe it. I love, love Detroit. Well, I'll be here for New Year's in your place. Oh, there you go. Well, I was out in Vegas. Uh, I had to do a, uh, it was like a, a rap showcase and DJ for a little bit out in Vegas. It was off the strip. And every time I go to Vegas, I just have a, a great time. Vegas is just one of the cities that never sleep, and I always have just a, a good time in Vegas. So I'm back, and let's get the show started. Now, front did you page, hit up? Did you hit up my guy, Mike Snedegar? I did not hit up Mike. Okay. Next time I get out there, I'll definitely hit up Mike. But let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Well, there is this new MAGA challenge. Since you were doing this whole rap battle in Vegas, let's mm-hmm. talk about that first. A MAGA challenge? Mm-hmm. All right, I don't think I'm going to like this challenge, but we'll get into it next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. The reason I'm laughing is because my giants suck. That's Uh-oh. the reason I'm laughing, all right? All right, Chicago Bears beat the Lions 2013. The Ravens beat the Bengals. The Browns beat the Bills. The Falcons beat the Saints. The Jets beat the Giants 34-27. Jets only have two wins. They beat the Cowboys and they beat us. I saw that the Wu-Tang guys were at the Jets game, too. Who Wu-Tang guys? Luck. 
I think it was Raekwon, Method Man, Master Killer. I got to take a look. I just saw one of them. Po- I think Raekwon posted it. My goodness. The Buccaneers beat the Cardinals. The Titans beat the Chiefs. The Dolphins beat the Colts. The Packers beat the Panthers. The Steelers beat the Rams. And the Vikings beat the Cowboys 28-24. Now, Monday Night Football, the Seattle Seahawks take on the 49ers. Now, what we talking about, ye? Yeah, it was uh, Method Man, Raekwon, Inspector Deck, and Master Killer at the game. Um, And by the way, happy Veterans Day. Today is Veterans Day. Mm -hmm. So I know some people are off from work for that. And shout out to all the veterans across uh, the United States for helping us protect our country. You guys do so much. My pappy. My pappy was a a Vietnam vet. Or is a Vietnam vet. He's still alive. Is that your grandfather? No, my dad. You call your dad pappy? I'm just saying my pappy. I call my pops. Oh, I'm sorry. Where were we? Okay. uh, Okay. Weather. Yes. (laughs) This week, the Arctic blast is so cold. They are saying that it's going to break more than 200 records across the United States. So just get ready for that. They're saying there's going to be record low temperatures possible across Texas, Oklahoma, and parts of the Ohio Valley. Mm -hmm. That all starts tomorrow morning. And they're saying even in the south and the Gulf Coast, there could be more than a dozen record lows that are set. Wow. So, like I told you, it's already snowing in Detroit. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be like 37 degrees tomorrow, 35 degrees. So it's going to get cold tomorrow. All right. Now, Donald Trump, there's this MAGA challenge, and it was all started by a Trump fan named Bryson Gray. He wants some of the president's supporters to rhyme over his beat and, quote, make liberals cry. So Donald Trump, of course, is excited about that. And he tweeted plans to announce the winners of the MAGA challenge and invite them to the White House. Here's how this challenge started. I am not a victim. I am not oppressed. They keep taking shots, so I might just buy a vest. They said I want my MAGA hat. I told them say less. I bought the biggest MAGA hat. I did it just to flex. Where that day just to make them boys upset. I can't be controlled by nobody or check. They call me a coon. I'm, I'm not impressed. They don't like the truth, so the least they gon' suppress. He's black? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> yes, he is. Why is he doing this? He's a supporter of Donald Trump. And, you know, if you see that challenge, that hashtag, I just want you guys to know what it is. Now, he told the Daily Dot last month, I think the MAGA challenge is doing what everybody expected Kanye West to do for the Trump campaign. And he said it would help ease the tensions in the culture and help get the word out about Trump while proving that not all Trump voters and GOP are stick-ups. So that is his plan. I wonder who this young man is, where he's from, and, I, and I'm sure he doesn't see a lot of the things that's going on. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's blind. He doesn't see any of the racism. He doesn't see what he's doing to, uh, for the immigrants. He doesn't seem that uh, before when he owned all those residential buildings, he didn't let African-American people uh, rent there. He doesn't the see none of that, The huh? disgusting comments he's made about women or and handicapped women's bodies. people or all that, he, he, he doesn't see none of that, huh? He's still supporting. All right, now let's talk about Popeyes. More issues at Popeyes. Now, one of the employees actually ended up fi- uh, fighting a worker who was selling chicken sandwiches on the side. So That's a good <laughs> hustle. I ain't going to front. I'm not going to lie. Give me 10 sandwiches on the side, $20 a pop. That ain't that, ain't that bad. That's smart. That's so business. The work- so the workers at one of the franchises in L.A. actually ganged up on the one employee, they say, was getting his money and selling those chicken sandwiches for the low. He should have cut everybody in, though. That's what he should have did. That was his only mistake. If you're going to slide it on the side... Everybody that knows, you, you give them a little bit. You get a chef a little bit for making them. You get a person a little bit just so they won't tell on you. And everybody would have ate. It would have been good. Listen, there's all kinds of issues in Maryland. There was a customer that was fighting with the employees behind the counter, and then they dumped flour all over him. Really? There's so many issues right now. I still haven't had one. 
Me neither. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. I smell like weed, and I don't even really smoke like that. But my hair, my everything, just from being around. That's Detroit. All these smokers. And Detroit, of course, is uh, weed is legalized, right? It's not even that. This is L'Oreal, Gigi, and Stephanie oh. being in a room with the girls from lip service as they smoke nonstop. Goodness gracious. All right. Get it off your chest. Maybe you smell like weed this morning. 800-585-1051. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning, DJ NV. Good morning, Angela. This is my blind runner friend. Yeah, no, that's my friend, because he runs with me. Okay, well, our blind runner friend. What's up, Neil? Yeah, I want to give you some good news. um, From last week, um, I was trying to get on. Um, Basically, I got on to Runner's World magazine. Woo! You did? That's dope. What is that? What magazine is that? uh, I'm assuming it's about running, Envy? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I just wanted to give you good news about that, and I want to thank you, Angela, for um, running with me and everything. And everything. Hopefully, get guiding next week, next year, and everything. Okay. Yes, I can't wait. Listen, I don't even mind running when it gets cold out too. So if you still are out running, we got to make sure we link up. Yeah, most definitely. I will be doing this, you know, the usual all okay. year round and everything. All yeah, right? me too. Hit me up. I'll run with you. What's your Instagram so yeah, everybody right. knows it? What's your What's your Instagram? I don't have Instagram. I only have Facebook. I only have Facebook. What's your Facebook in case people want to run with you? Also, it's uh, Neil N E I L L Black Daredevil. Biddy, B-I-D-D-Y. Black Daredevil. All right, brother. All right. All right, man. Hello, who's this? Derek. Hey, Derek. Good morning. Morning. How are you feeling this morning? You sound pissed. Uh, a little bit. I'm a little frustrated. Sound a little spicy, Derek. Get it off your chest. Yeah, I just want to know why you automatically, like, when you found out there was a black man that sang that MAGA song, why are you automatically saying, why would he do that, or, like... Like a black man can't like Donald Trump or a black man can't be a Republican. I didn't say a black man can't be a Republican, but I don't feel black people should like Donald Trump, especially the things that he's done for African-American people. I don't see this. I don't see anything positive about that man. You understand that he owned residential apartments in the city and he wouldn't lease them out to African-Americans. Is that positive for black people? Do one thing for me. Name a better country that's better to live in the United States for an African I want. I want you to right a- answer my question. Do you, do you think it's cool that he owned residential buildings and not leased them out to African-American people? Is that okay? I don't know anything about that. But oh, oh, my God. <laughs> of course answer, not. Answer my, answer my question now. Name a better country that's better for an African-American to live in right now than the United States. And... Donald Trump has African-American unemployment rates as low as it's ever been in history. Do you know that... Uh, I don't know if that's true. Do you know that, uh, that, is true. African-Americans, no, I don't know that that's living true. in America has Sounds nothing like to do with Donald Trump? Sounds like fake news to me. Do you know Donald Trump didn't allow the African-Americans to live in America? Do you know that? Americans' unemployment rates have been under 7% at a history low for the past 17 consecutive months. Listen, well, just because you don't know about the whole him not renting to black people, the Justice Department actually sued him twice for not renting to black people when he was serving as the president of his family's real estate company. So those are the examples right there. And they said that discrimination against black people has been a pattern throughout Donald Trump's entire career. He's been accused of racism over the years, working at his casinos in Atlantic City, New Jersey. They actually fined him $200,000 because managers would remove African-American car dealers at the request of gamblers also. 
That sounds racist to me. That doesn't sound racist to you? He also has been very supportive of white supremacists and called some of them fine people. Fine people. That doesn't sound a little crazy to you? What about Donald Trump refusing to apologize to the Central Park Five after he went at them and it was proven that they were innocent? Or how about him saying that that, uh, President Obama wasn't even born in the United States? Who just say he was? Shut up, Barry. Bye. Shut up, man. I hope you take part in that challenge. Oh, my goodness. I hate people sometimes. You know that? I really He's like, do. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent. Now I'm mad. <laughs> hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? It's Cliff calling from the Bull City. What's up, Cliff? Get it off your chest. Man, these Dallas Cowboys. My Cowboys keep disappointing me, Envy. They're trash. I know what's going on. They are get trash. Aren't y'all planning to make it to the Super Bowl this They're year? not making it to no damn Super Bowl. <laughs> we, we're still going to the Super Bowl. No, you're not. Have to, uh, some, some as guests, are you participating? The They're going as guests. They're going to be sitting there next to my Giants. <laughs> nah, I don't know about that, man. Y'all sorry. You sorry, too. Hey, but listen. Who's sorry? Jones needs to be fired, man. He has to be fired. I think he's doing a great no job. That. Our team, we have all the talent in the world, but we just can't get there. I don't understand. You guys suck. It's more my mind. You guys suck. You need to pick but another hey, team, bro. We beat the Giants twice this year. We're about to sweep the division. We're going to the playoffs. Don't worry about it. What does that mean that you beat the Giants twice? You lost to the Jets. Man, we're not worried about the Jets. We're not talking about the Jets. We're talking about the Giants. The Giants suck. Right hey, they do suck. But we're <laughs> you guys suck, too. Bye, man. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on, man? It's Ryan. Ryan, what's up? Get it off your chest. I mean, I, mean, I, I struggle from a similar situation. Always smelling like weed all the time and everything. But you smoking it, because I can tell yeah. you just had some. It sounds like you just smoke right now. <laughs> well, that, that, well, that's what I was getting to. I mean, it's probably got to do with the fact that I stay smoking. I mean, that's, that's the best of the champions for me right there. That just sets my mind straight, focus on the day at hand, my cup of black coffee, and twist a little something up in the morning. Huh? But then and you just end up smelling like smoke all day. Yeah, you know what, though? But nobody says nothing to me. So I think maybe it's just because 2019 going on 2020, you know, people are just like, you know, with all these other epidemics and shit that's been going Oh, sorry. <laughs> Stuff that's been going on. I feel like it's the lesser of two evils. People don't really care. And what, like, half the country is legal anyway. Yeah, you know what it is? I just don't like to come home and then everything smells like smoke. My coat smells like smoke. My hair smells like smoke. It's just, you know, sometimes you... I mean, I I keep it with the glassware when I'm home. I feel like that smells a little less. And, uh, I don't know. Like I said, people don't say You know, you hit it with a little axe or something. Did you just curse again? You gotta chill out, man. Yeah, he's high. Bye. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Carolyn from Dallas, Texas. I can't believe I got through. Congratulations. You just had a little baby, did you? I just had a big nine-pound baby. Woo, that came out of you. Woo, that's a big old baby. Yes, I'm so happy and thankful and just blessed. Even though I've been up all night cluster feeding, I am exhausted, but I give all praise to God. There you I'm go. So excited. To well, enjoy it. They get big so fast. So I love enjoy a big it. little enjoy baby. It. Enjoy it. Thank you. I will. Can I plug my YouTube channel? It's my mommy channel. And any new moms um, want to come visit? Can I plug it? Of course. Please, yes. Oh, yay. Okay, so my YouTube channel is Mrs. M R S dot E. Um, 
Space TV. So Mrs. E TV. Come follow me. I'm trying to trying to get up there with the with the big dogs and make some money. Okay. Okay. And I want to see this big old baby. What's the baby's name? Remington Cosi. Remington. Okay. Yes. Well, good morning, little Remington. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good morning, Mama. Congratulations. Y'all, y'all too. Thank you. Love you guys. Love you back. Did, did you hear Remington respond? Yes. She said, hey. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way. Listen, being an artist and being creative sometimes can be very difficult. We'll tell you about a rapper who says that he might have to take a break after putting out this album. All right. And also, uh, Charlemagne is out today. So if you want to give somebody Donkey of the Day... You can call us up right now, 800-585-1051. You can give anybody donkey today, your mama, your pops, your uncle, your sister, your spouse, your boss. It doesn't matter. 800-585-1051. You can get on the phone lines right now if you want to give donkey. Other day, Charlamagne is not here today. Woman's on the way. The Breakfast Club. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk A Boogie. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So, shout out to A Boogie with the hoodie. Now, he is saying that he might take a break after he puts out Artist 2.0. He put on social media, this might be my last project for a while. I want to take a break from music after Artist 2.0 tour is over. There's a lot of things I want to do in life, and it's moving too fast for me to focus on everything at once. And then he said, I have a problem, but I think it's a good problem. I guess I got too many songs I want on Artist 2.0. And he said, uh, you know, I will never let my fans down. When you need me the most, I'll be there. So he is planning to just take a quick break. But he also has a lot of songs ready for his album. Now, he said 20 songs or 27 plus two bonus songs. How many songs should go on Artist 2.0? 23 plus two bonus songs or 25 plus two bonus songs? Mm. Hey, Boogie got a lot of music. He's always recording. Always recording. And you know what? He's right. Like, sometimes you work so hard and you go so hard and you don't take time to actually sit back and relax and all enjoy the rewards it. that come a lot of people, all the hard work. Mm-hmm. A lot of artists always feel like if they take a break, somebody will take their spot or position. But you got to enjoy it. You got to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Record. Take a little vacation. You ain't got to take six months. But if you got to take a couple of weeks just to reset, relax, I think everybody needs that. And you know what else, too? Sometimes you take that break and it helps with your creativity. Absolutely. All right, now, Travis Scott, he had his Astro World Festival. When I was in Houston, people were coming to town to get ready for that. Mm-hmm. And when they opened the gates, things got crazy over the weekend. It was a video Saturday morning that Travis Scott posted that showed ticket holders actually climbing over the barricades, rushing to the entry gates, and it was all kinds of people, even little kids. Uh, apparently, three people did get hurt during mm. this whole situation, but... Uh, you know, I mean, three people had to go to the hospital. It was minor leg injuries after being trampled. That could have been you, Envy. Thank God you weren't there. And thank God I wasn't there. But, you know, the, the crazy thing is, <laughs> like, all the barricades started coming down. And, I mean, they tried to make it as safe as possible. But there's nothing you can do when people jump the barricades. Like, if they're going to do it, they're going to do it. But I heard the show was amazing. And he released these uh, Jordans that were yellow Ye. I need mm-hmm. you to call the connect to see if you can get them for me. Oh, they out already? Uh, he only gave them to artists performing. Well, if they're not selling them. I mean, you got the Connect Connect, so just reach out to your Connect and see if you can get it. All right. Well, Travis Scott also brought out Kanye West during Astro World Festival, and people didn't anticipate that. There were 50,000 people there, by the way. Wow. That's a lot. So shout out to everybody that performed. Young Thug was there, Pharrell, Marilyn Manson. 
Our girl Meg Thee Stallion, Migos was there. Did Marilyn Manson perform? Was, it, was he just chilling? I mean, he was listed as a performer, so that's the one part I didn't see anybody posting. Yeah, nobody posted, <laughs> nobody posted that one. I didn't see nobody posting before. I saw a lot of videos being posted. I didn't see that. Okay. But, um, you know, he also had Kylie and Stormy there as well, mm -hmm. and he likes to have Stormy there whenever he's performing, so he wanted to make sure it was a bonding experience, and even though Kylie and Travis are supposedly broken up right now, they still are friends. Nope. So. There you have it. And like you said, he already gifted everybody those Jordans. Now, speaking of concerts, Madonna is being sued, and that's because she changed the start time of her concert. It was supposed to start at 8.30, and she changed it to 10.30. One person was fed up. He said he bought three tickets. It cost $1,000, over $1,000 for those three tickets to see her perform in Miami on December 17th. It's part of her Madam X tour. And according to his lawsuit, he said now that show starts too late for him to be able to attend. And now he wants to sue for a breach of contract. And he also said Madonna is known for being late to her concerts and that the first show of her concert started two and a half hours past schedule. And due to her being consistently late, they said... Uh, we just can't deal with this. He tried to get a refund. He said he couldn't. Now the resale value of the tickets will decrease because the start time has been changed. So he wants to get his money. They should give him his money back. I mean, should, I, that's the only right it, thing to do. Yeah, it started late. It start, it's going to start late. And if somebody can't make it, you should be able to get your money back. Especially if it's an older person, too. They want to get back in bed early. They don't want to be playing around, getting getting back home they after could, midnight. They could nap before that. Nah, I want to get back. I don't be driving. It's hard for me to see at night. Sometimes the lights be glary. Nah, I need I need my money back. I was, I was expected to be home by 10, 30, 11. Now I'm not going to be home to 1 o'clock. That's too late for me. And I got work in the morning. Now, when it comes to being late, Madonna commented over the weekend while performing in Vegas, she said a queen is never late. So she yeah, didn't show I, up to her Vegas show, according to BuzzFeed, until midnight. Yeah, that's too late for me. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back from Page News, what are we talking about? Well, let's talk, let's talk about this Instagram likes thing. Everybody's been discussing that all weekend. You know, I'm on this lip service tour, and every stop we've been talking about it, too. How does it affect you when Instagram won't show your likes anymore? We'll tell you what Nicki Minaj had to say and what Cardi B had to say about it. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front-page news. Let's start with sports. The Bears beat the Lions 2013. Ravens beat the Bengals 49-13. Browns beat the Bills 19-16. The Falcons beat the uh, New Orleans Saints. The Jets beat the Giants. Come on, Giants. Buccaneers beat the Cardinals. Titans beat the Chiefs. Dolphins beat the Colts. The Green Bay Packers beat the Panthers. The Steelers beat the Rams. And the Vikings beat the Cowboys. Now, Monday Night Football. Tonight, the Seattle Seahawks take on the 49ers. Now, what else are we talking about, Yee? Well, let's talk about Instagram, right? Everybody's been discussing how Instagram is going to test hiding like counts in the United States. That's going to hurt some people, including influencers who actually use that platform and the amount of uh, likes that they might get might help them reach a certain amount of money and a certain status, right? Well, uh, here's how other people have weighed in on Instagram hiding those likes. Cardi B has something to say about that, and she disagrees with it. She thinks there's another way you can make Instagram less harmful. So from the beginning of Instagram, we had likes. Everything was just so fun. Where I think that Instagram got a little nasty and it just took a weird term was when people started to like the comments or to reply back to somebody's comments. That's when I feel like people started like to say nasty things out of hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And they could do a filter on there so when people curse or use certain words, they shouldn't be able to post, you know, when people say nasty things. 
you know, I know you can like report people when they really go a little crazy. Yes. But that's a whole process. Right. Now you have Nicki Minaj, right? Nicki Minaj yes, Nicki Minaj said, I'm not posting on IG after this week because they're removing the likes. What should I get into now? Think of all the time I'll have with my new life. And here's what she had to say. Instagram is about to take away everyone's likes simply because they don't want you to go off on the side forming all sorts of businesses and being able to say, you know, I get this amount of likes and charging brands they want you to have to pay them. If you pay them, then that's why we have all these sponsored Instagram posts. And that's why we changed up not having Instagram posts in chronological order. Mm. I, I agree with Nicki Minaj. I, mm -hmm. I, I wholeheartedly agree. You take away the likes. Now, the likes are not going to hurt me. The likes can't make me feel like I'm bullied or not. But... If I'm an Instagram influencer and I post something, let's say I post a, a picture of a television and it gets 10,000 likes and that brand has to pay me for that. That's the way I make money for using Instagram. But now if you take away the likes, I can't monetize my Instagram as much. And I think that's the reason why Instagram is taking the reason likes. They don't care about bullying. Like, who cares if I'm bullied if I got 5,000 likes or two likes? No, who cares about that? They're taking away that you can't monetize Instagram anymore. I agree yeah, with and, But do you, do you get to see the likes? It doesn't matter if you get to see it or not. No, I'm, just, I'm asking, do I'm you see sure. the likes or is it just that other people can't see them? I'm like, not sure, but it, it, it doesn't matter because the companies are the ones that want to see the likes. Like, if you do any deal on social media, they want to see your analytics. They want to see, you know, if people are responding, if people are commenting, if people are liking your picture. And that's how they decide what they're going to pay you. You know, you got paid for posts before. I got paid for posts. Every Charlamagne, I'm sure, has got paid for posts. But they do it based on the amount of traction you have on your Instagram. And if you can't yeah, show that... Yeah, they followers and yeah, how much and you likes. interact with people. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly with, with Nicki Minaj. Yeah, it's definitely some type of financial aspect going on here. So, mm -hmm. but I don't... So, how could they monetize that? What you mean, how could they monetize it? Like, for, for themselves, how do they monetize that? Well, I, I guess until they figure it out, they just take it away. Like, it's one of those things, if, if I can't eat, nobody eats. And that's what it's pretty much they, they, they're doing. I don't think they care about people. If they cared about people, they would try to say, you know what, let me start taking these trolls off of Instagram. Let me have uh, more policing of Instagram. Because there are people still bullying and people make fake accounts to leave stupid comments. People do that all the time. Figure out, out, out ways to stop all that. Who cares And you know what, you can still pay Instagram. People boost their actual posts, too. Correct. Like, they pay Instagram to boost their posts. So I know they make a lot of money like that. Well, let's, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. What are your thoughts with Instagram taking away the likes? You think it will help? You think it will stop bullying? You think it will reduce bullying? Or do you think it's a way because they just want to monetize everything that's coming out of there? Call us up right now again, 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club top. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Instagram. Now, they're supposed to be taking the likes away from Instagram, so no longer can you see how many people like your pictures and all that other good stuff. So we're asking, what are your thoughts? Now, uh, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj both spoke about this. Let's, let's hear what they say. So from the beginning of Instagram, we had likes. Everything was just so fun. And what I think that Instagram got a little nasty 
and it just took a weird turn was when people started to like the comments or to reply back to somebody's comments. That's when I feel like people started like to say nasty things out of hand. And Nicki Minaj, this is what she said. Instagram is about to take away everyone's likes simply because they don't want you to go off on the side forming all sorts of businesses and being able to say, you know, I get this amount of likes and charging brands, they want you to have to pay them. If you pay them, then that's why we have all these sponsored Instagram posts. And that's why we changed up not having Instagram posts in chronological order. And I agree with Nikki. I agree. I, I think it's a has nothing to do with with actually stopping bullying. I think it has to do with stopping the monetizing of people making money. They just don't like the fact that people can make money off of Instagram. Like, what does likes do? Have Have you ever got upset because your picture only got 10 likes, she? 10 likes? I'm no, just saying I'm... low likes. Have you ever, is that was something that ever got you upset? Um, no, I just know certain things get way more likes than others. Like, I know that you might be posting something about, like, an event you have or something positive, a charity thing. That definitely won't get as many likes as when you post something else. Like cool. a... Yeah. Yeah, but did you ever feel so bad and so low that you was no. like, I just can't take it anymore? No, nobody does. I, I haven't, think. but I'm also an adult, and I'm sure it's different for younger people. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? It's Shanae from Jersey City. Good hey, morning. Good morning. Now, what do you think about Instagram taking away the like feature? I think it's a really good idea. It's good for our kids, and I'm sorry to say this, Envy, but you guys need to find another hustle. Our kids are more important. <laughs> but how does the likes do it? Because hustle. you can still troll. You can still say nasty things on Instagram. Now it's just a matter of not being liked. And you are correct, sir, but there are some young girls and some young boys out here who have low self-esteem because their friends may get 500 likes on the post, and they'll get two. And I'm a mother of a teenage girl. You know, I hurt when she hurts, so... I'm with it. Yeah, but it got to get to the point where we got we to gotta kind of tell our kids to toughen up a little bit, right? And, and the reason All I say right. that, and I got five kids, and I'll be damned if my daughter comes and be like, Dad, only 200 people like this picture. No, it's not how we talk to our kids and raise our kids. When, like, I was one of those kids that got thrown into a garbage can and made fun because I had glasses and braces. Wait, wait, and I never wait, let it wait. Stop wait. Me. Hold on, hold on. Slow down, slow down, slow what? down, Evie. What? You got thrown into a garbage can? Yes, once I did in high school. Put, put <gasps> me in the garbage can and wrote me down. Wow. Why did... you, you should probably consider what your daughter feels like when she walks away from you after you tell her to toughen up. Because she may be tough in front of you for a minute, but when she walk away, it might be a different story. Nah, you know? I mean, I got a close relationship with my daughter and I never had to say toughen up. It's just Instagram and social media was one of those things that she was never addicted to. She's not on there like like a lot of kids are, but we have those conversations and we've all those, always had those conversations early. You know, we use, especially me, and, 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 I, and I try to push my family to use anything negative for more inspiration to work harder. When I, when I was made fun and I was called Four Eyes and, and Metal Mouth and all that I'm other stuff. sad. Don't be sad. I'm doing okay now. A lot of those people that used to call me that are, are effed up and broke. But did that hurt you at the time? Nah, because my parents pushed me and said you use that inspiration to push yourself harder, that they're hating, that there's nothing that you can do. My, my parents always said I was handsome and I was smart and I was all these different things. Well, that's, so, a, blessing. So always, that's a blessing you, I always had. you have to take it. <laughs> Sounds so corny, but it's the truth. <laughs> so sad. Mom and dad, I love you. <laughs> How did this get about me? Thank you. <laughs> no. How did this happen? I don't know. So they threw you in a garbage can and then they... <laughs> 
What else did they say? They wrote they me down you? the hall. I got called all things. Metal mouth. They put uh, aluminum foil in their mouth and used to make fun of me. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> Who's that laughing? How did you get on the line anyway? What's your name, man? What's going on, Envy and Angela? It's your guy, Rich Fatherhood. What's up, Rich Fatherhood? You What's hear up, Rich? this? What, what, what are your thoughts on Instagram taking away the likes? Yeah, my thoughts on that is being as though I have a brand called Rich Fatherhood. Y'all check that out on Instagram and Twitter. Being as that I have a brand, though, um, it would affect the you know the people getting into the masses, like you know as far as getting exposure, as far as getting out to the people to let them know. I feel like it'll affect it some kind of way down the line. What you think? Hmm. You said it'll affect them so, further. It'll affect them sometime down what do you mean? the line. Like if the if the likes don't get out to the people, like you're trying to get your brand out there to the masses, some kind of way, like as far as like promoting your your business or your brand. I mean, I, I, I agree with you. Or maybe what Instagram should do is if you're under a certain age, you just can't have likes. You know what I mean? And then the parents have to monitor, you know, monitor it themselves. Like, if you're under the age of 18, you can't have likes on your thing. Maybe maybe that'll work. But just taking away likes for everybody saying we're going to stop bullying, that doesn't stop bullying. It is an experiment, though. So maybe they're not going to really do it if everybody's outraged enough and, and the, people are leaving. Yeah, what's bullying is the people with no followers and no posts leaving comments Saying nasty things. That's what's bullying. That that's what hurts people. Oh not my the other god, Envy, I am so sorry. What you sorry about? I just feel like you really shared a lot with us this morning. Shut man. up. And for everybody out there bullying somebody, throwing them in a garbage can, calling them don't do that, man. It was metal mouth sad, is what they call me. Metal, metal mouth, mouth, all of that is four just eyes, mean. Mm, all that. Anyway, eight hundred five eight five one oh five one. We're talking about Instagram taking away the like feature. All right? Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Instagram taking away the like feature, all right? Mm. So we're asking, you know, how do you feel about it? I, I said, I think it's whack. I, I don't think people necessarily feel like they're being bullied because of the amount of likes that they get. You, you can't bully somebody for that. And if somebody feels a way, I mean, that means that they you have to have a, a, a conversation with your child about self-esteem. That's like mm -hmm. I walk through the mall and somebody says, yo, you look nice. And my friend that's with me, nobody says anything. Does that mean that all of a sudden people shouldn't say that I look nice because nobody said that Andy, he looks nice? I don't, I don't think that has anything to do with it anything. It is, because that's what likes is. It's just saying that they like the picture. Like, because I don't like the picture, does that mean <laughs> I'm bullying you? Is that, is that what that means? Uh, I think that kids just have a lot of anxiety, and a lot of that is tied to social media. There's some issues that kids have to deal with that we didn't deal with growing up because we didn't have social media. So this is something that psychologically, we don't even know the effects of it yet. Because it is still fairly recent. And imagine if you had social media back when you were getting thrown in a garbage can and rolled down the hallway and somebody put that on Instagram. I'm sure then, somebody might have a picture And then 55,000 people liked it. That would be dope. But I'm sure somebody has a picture. But I, I don't, don't think care. that would be dope. I don't care because you know what? The people but that at threw the me time, in the garbage can and the people that the, made fun of me, they're doing horrible. But at the time, you might have cared. <laughs> at that time. At the time. Maybe you don't care now, but at that time, Envy... When you had aluminum foil in your mouth and glasses and you was sitting in that garbage can, tears rolling down your face. I didn't have no tears on my face. But all right, well, let's go to the phone lines. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, Envy? It's Mello. Mello, what's up, bro? We're talking about Instagram taking away the likes. What do you think? Man, I feel like that's nonsense. It's not fixed. A lot of people, a lot of influencers got their start off of Instagram. And on top of that, like Nicki Minaj mm. said, they're taking money out of people's pockets. Like, 
Bro, how you supposed to get paid off your hair plug endorsement if they taking away the light? That's right. And Envy, I've been working on this endorsement for you, so for your hair plug thing. Yeah. Everybody been working hard for you, bro. How you supposed to get your money off your hair plug? That is true, but I don't have hair plugs. But if I did, (laughs) see, and this is the thing with the hair plug thing. Thank you, bro. This is the thing. This is the thing with the hair plug thing. Everybody knows I monetize everything. If I had hair plugs, I would be monetizing the hell out of it. Matter um, fact, don't act create- like you don't act like you didn't ask me in the Huntington's situation up that we about to do. I didn't have, ask you to hook me up with no situation. But okay, okay. If I had hair plugs, I would call it Envy plugs, and I would be definitely selling them. Like I'm selling. Envy like I sell plugs. That else. sounds like a butt plug. <laughs> See, you always go too far. You always go too far. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Ali. Hey, Ali. We're talking about Instagram taking the likes. What are your thoughts away? <laughs> uh, what are your what thoughts are you, away? I'm talking about Instagram taking away the likes away. What are your thoughts? I got you, DJ Andy. First of all, uh, I know what you meant. On your, your fix and flips. I think you're doing a great job on that. Thank um, you. I wish Charlamagne was here for the conversation. But honestly, initially, um, I felt like Cardi and Nikki, you know, I thought to myself, like, this is crazy. Instagram is just limiting the people once again. We finally have a platform where we can make money. Uh, but after I really thought about it, there's a different way that these companies can measure, you know, uh, the impressions that they're gaining from their marketing. Like, for instance, Fashion Nova paying literally everybody and their mother to post on social media. Are they really paying them for likes? Or are they paying them based off impression? Both. And engagement? Yeah, a lot of time, yeah, a lot of times they can tell when somebody also, they give them a password. So people actually go and buy things using the special passcode to get a discount right. so they can monitor it from that. Exactly. And people pay for likes anyway. I mean, honestly, when I'm a father one day, I don't want my daughter clout chasing and or my son, you know. So honestly, these kids are growing up in an environment where they're on a platform from like the age of six. And um, I, I think that it's a good thing initially. Uh, we'll see how it rolls. But mental health is, is the thing that triggered this. Um, we just have to have an open mind to change. And if it doesn't work, Instagram will change it back. So everybody who's spending like 10 hours, seven hours a day on Instagram, um, you know, they're just going to have to get used to it for now. Okay. Yeah, but you know, the thing is, is, is I, I, I agree with you, but the problem is I don't, I don't think it's the likes. You know, if it was, let's take away the trolling and let's start policing more of the trolling, then I would agree. Right. You know, because there's a lot of people that make fake pages, zero posts, zero pictures. Of course. And they're just of able course. to say whatever they want to say. And you could just create a page with just making fake information. And that's that's the problem. It's not mm-hmm. the likes, I don't think. It's those fake pages and people are just creating information and saying things to hurt your and you know what? And, and, if no you, and if you say abusive things on there, they should kick you off. Absolutely. I agree with you guys. I mean, there's tons of fake and bot accounts on Instagram right now anyway. But I think this like thing is is like a start that can actually lead us in the right direction to having like a better Instagram. Okay, so um, he's for it. Yeah, I'm I'm for it 100%. And I think that comments should be, I don't want to say regulated because that's like, you know, that's too in-depth. But I think that there should definitely be some sort of filter. But likes are, I I think it's the first step to get us to that level. Uh, but we'll see what happens. I mean, honestly, Instagram should be a place where people have fun and make money, but it's become something else completely. I've never been bullied on social media before, so I can't really comment on it, but I know that there's a lot of people who have been. And plus, mm-hmm. like, people... Yeah, I've been bullied on social media, too. Yeah, we are. Trust me. <laughs> All right, thank All you, brother. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys. I wish Charlamagne was here for the conversation, but y'all have a great day. You too, now. As a matter of fact, right. I might get a part-time job at Instagram just to um, ban some people. All right, now we got, um, what's the moral of the story, Yee? Damn, a moral of the story? 
Uh, the moral of the story is that you got to figure out some new ways to make money because you never know what Instagram might do. At the end of the day, it's their platform. It's not yours. So just remember, if it's yours, you can do what you want. Sometimes you're on someone else's platform and you are a victim to whatever they decide. Uh, and not only that, don't don't think because they take the likes away that all of a sudden the bullying will stop. That's not it at all. We still have to have conversations with our kids and really push our kids to be better than us. And and not worry about some damn likes, you know what I mean? Yeah. And not worry about these trolling and not worry about none of this stuff. These are the conversations I have with my kids all the time. And I'm, I'm so glad my kids are not addicted to social media. Uh, they are on it, but they're not on it like that. And, and I love that. But anyway, we got rumors on the, the way. And the other moral of the story is, man, you could come a long way. Look at Envy and all the uh, sad stories he told us about his youth and growing up. And just remember that things, those tables will turn. Shut up. What? You said it yourself. You just sound like you wanted to say four eyes right after that or metal mouth right after that. I try to give you a compliment and all you do is insult me. <laughs> we got rumors on the way. Yes, let's talk about Alicia Keys. Now, this is something else that was a big topic over the weekend. And her son got concerned about trolling when he was trying to express himself. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Oh, y'all, The Breakfast Club. Good morning. A lot of people hit me about the uh, likes on Instagram thing. And like I was saying, it's... I don't care about the likes. I care more about the comments, and that's what where, where I think the bullying starts. So in that my hurts opinion. your that hurts your feelings. What? Not how many likes you get, but the comments. Nah, none of it hurts my feelings. None, okay. none of it. None of it hurts. So my you feelings. think they should take away the comments? I think the comments is what is, what's affecting people, and I think if they took away the comments, see, but I also feel like it makes the world weak. Why? Because somebody says something nasty about you, you can't handle it, and it it puts you to that point. We have to start really policing ourselves and make sure we understand those things because it's well, like we didn't we didn't even grow up in a time when there was instagram and comments that and is true that was fine so i don't know that any of this is necessary in the world yeah that is true and let's be clear instagram don't owe us nothing it's a private yeah, it's platform. a private company in a, in a mm -hmm. way to make money you don't have to go on instagram you don't have to allow your kids on instagram snapchat or facebook or myspace or uh, in, uh any of that stuff they, they don't have to go on there at all twitter none of that mm -hmm. but anyway um you know who just you know who texted me a couple oh. hours ago, Kevin McCall. Oh, okay. So he was in jail, so he must be out. Yeah, he must be out of jail. Uh, and you had said that you were going to start checking up on him more often. I did. So I called him back. He didn't answer. But he, okay. he hit me. He hit me. Hit me on Instagram. He hit me on Twitter. Said give him a call. He left his number. He just got locked up. He was in court, and he got into a fight with the with the court officers and police officers. So I would love to have a, a chat with him. I, I'll try to call him one more time before we get off air. Hopefully, he's doing all right now. We got I rumors on the way. Uh, yes, we are going to talk about what is going on with all this racism. We'll tell you two people who just recently, two celebrities who just recently posted their incidents that had them highly upset. You'll be highly upset, too. All right. And Charlemagne is out. So if you want to give somebody donkey today, you can uh, hit them up right now. 800-585-1051. Call us up right now. And whoever you want to give donkey of the day to, we'll open up the phone lines. All right? It's the Breakfast Club. Rumors on the way. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kevin Hart. It's this is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Kevin Hart has made his first public appearance since his terrible car accident. He was at the People's Choice Awards, mm -hmm. and he was accepting the Comedy Act of 2019 Award. It was presented to him by Robert Downey Jr., and here's what he told the audience. First and foremost, man, thank God, because I definitely don't have to be here. Being that I am, it makes me appreciate life even more. It makes me appreciate the things that really matter, family. I want to thank my wife, my kids, 
but really stepped up to the plate for me. I also want to take the time to thank the People's Choice Award just for this. This is amazing, but more importantly, the people, man. It means the world, and I truly want to thank you guys for being there for me in my difficult time. Uh, this is special. They all are. I do not take them for granted. Thank you so much. Uh, well, welcome back, Kevin Hart. I'm good. This is good to see him on stage. Good to see him out and about. Good to see him back to what he's doing, you know? All right. Now, Trina went to Walmart, and things got erasial. She said another customer called her a N-word bitch, and the cops yeah. even got involved. Check it out. Say it again. Say it again. See, now this is the thing. I know they say, you know, words shouldn't affect us, but they do. And it's going to get to the point where people are going to stop using that N-word or they're going to start getting punched in the face. I mean, it's, it's sad to say, but when you say something hurtful and you know how hurtful that word and that term is, and it's going to get to a point where people are going to get slapped, they're going to get snuffed, they're going to get punched because it's 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 disrespectful. And I, I'm sure that girl didn't say it again. Did she say it again? Uh, no, she didn't say it again. No. Yes, and law Trina's enforcement did come. They didn't take a police report because Trina decided not to do that, but they did escort her out for her own safety and let her get into her car and all of that. So, again, you cannot respond how somebody will react when you start calling them names and saying nasty, derogatory things. Now, DJ Kid Capri posted a video of himself. He was at a gas station in Alabama, and he did not appreciate that the woman at the convenience store called Store 17 yelled for him across the store to remove his hoodie. That's not necessary. It is necessary. You don't do that. That's discrimination. This lady going to tell me to move my hood when I come in the store and yell it across the store instead of just waiting until I come to the counter and just tell me at the counter. Because Very disrespectful, and it's discrimination. You really don't know what you're getting yourself into right now. We have a person in the store. We have a person in the store that was discriminated against. He told me to take my hood off when I got in the store and yelled it across the store. See, now, I've been to many a store, especially in the South. I travel a lot, and a lot of times they'll have you can't wear your hoods on a st in a store because usually the store's been robbed before, and they want to uh, make sure that you take your hood off. But it's not wearing your hood and not wearing your hood. It's how the lady said it to him, and that's 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 key. That's everything. If it was like, yo, take your hood off, then it's like, no, I ain't taking my effing hood off. Come take it off for me. But if it's like, excuse me, sir, we just ask everybody to take your hoods off in the store because we've been robbed before and we just make sure that then that's a, a different situation. I don't Come take it off for me. Exactly. But if it was a situation where she screamed at him across the aisle or on some disrespectful ish, then yeah, she got what she deserved. Yeah, you can walk over or have somebody, excuse me, sir, you know, the policy is there's no hoodies in here. Right. Thank you. Because you already know, yeah. Then there was another worker in there, so it wasn't like she would be behind the register by herself. There was another register, uh, another worker we seen there. So just, walk, excuse me, sir. But you're right. It is how you it's say how you talk to, people. to somebody. Absolutely, mm -hmm. yeah. You talk to me nasty and disrespectful, I'll talk to you nasty and disrespectful, too. All right. No taking the high road here, right? No, nah, no taking the high road. Call the police. What are they going to do? Stop being mad at me. I got money. I, I could pay for whatever I'm, I'm buying here. Kick Capri could pay. I would pay for Kick Capri stuff if he ain't had no money or nothing. You, but shout out to my brother, Kick Capri. Wait, You're not wait, just going to play him like Now, how did this just happen? No. Kick Capri has his own money. He don't I, need you to pay for his I stuff. I know that. I know you that. Just, why did you even say that? I, but I'm just saying, because Kick Capri is my brother, and I hate to see somebody like my <laughs> idol like that getting screamed at her, like getting played like that. Nah, it ain't work like that. Nah, not at all. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. I'm glad Kid Capri didn't take off his hood. Mm -hmm. Kid Capri got enough money to buy that store and three of them. <laughs> and if he didn't have enough money to buy all the right, store, MB. I'd help him. <laughs> Let it go. Let it He's go. He's a legend. You don't do that to our legends, man. He's no, a DJ I agree legend. With you. Now, now, rumor report's over. Oh, sorry. Damn. All right. Donkey today's up next. If you want to give somebody Donkey of the Day, 800-585-1051. Whoever you want to give Donkey of the Day to, Call us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time for 
donkey of the day. Donkeys of the day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being donkey of the day is a little bit of a mixed one. So like a donkey. Yeehaw, okay. Donkey of the day. <laughs> the practice club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but donkey of the day is a new one. Hello, who's this? This is Janae from Atlanta, Georgia. Hey, mama, who you want to give donkey to today? I would like to, I don't know if you guys heard of the missing student in Atlanta from Clark, Atlanta, Alexa Crawford. Yes. Yes, her roommate and the boyfriend, they were arrested on death penalty. So I just wanted to give them both donkey of the day because that was just messed up. What happened? You explain the story. I don't know. Uh, She was killed. Yes, she was killed and found in a, a cater, her body. Her roommate boyfriend raped her, and she told the police about it two days before her disappearance, and the roommate ended up telling, the, telling them where the body was and found out that the roommate and the boyfriend had something to do with her death. Wow. And, yeah. yeah the, so that, and that was one of her best friends. What school did she go yeah, to? Yeah, with her. Clark Atlanta. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. All right, thank you, Mama. Yeah, so both of them have been charged with felony murder also for that, but that was a really sad story. She had her over her house for the holidays and everything. That's crazy. Hello, who's this? This is Anonymous. Anonymous, who you want to give Donkey to, bro? I want to give Donkey of the Day to whoever wants Optimum Cable. I'm going to say... Uh-oh. Now, all right, I'm going to... This might be a little hard to understand if y'all don't hear it, but picture this. Say a tech comes to your house to do an install, you get internet, and... I, it takes me about 10 minutes to do what I have to do. After 10 minutes, I go there and set up the account. There's something wrong with the account, which happens most of the time. So now I have to call VDA to set up your equipment. When you call VDA, you're literally on the phone for at least two hours minimum before someone picks up. So you have a stranger in your house sitting on the phone waiting for someone for two hours minimum for them to pick up and then do what they have to do to get your service on. And that's minimum. That's too much for me. I, I'm with you. I don't know what you're talking about right now, but anybody <laughs> in my house that got to be on there for two hours, yeah, they they deserve donkey today. Right, and that's minimum. There have been the times I've been in people's house for six hours. After four hours, the call hangs up. You have to call back to get people's services on. Oh, all right. Well, thank you, bro. I have Optimum no online cable. Hello, who's this? <laughs> Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Day Day from VA. Day Day What's from up, VA. Day Day? Who you want to give Donkey to, Day Day? How you doing? I'm calling because I got to give it to Angela. What do you, what you do? First of all, I appreciate your, your opinion. I love it. I listen to it every day. You can't start off with a positive and then go negative. You just got to start negative. No, 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 no. You have to build up to let down. Okay. Okay. So, but it's like back to the TI situation. I just feel like certain situations, unless you're a parent, you don't even think the same way. Now, I would be appalled if he was in there with the doctor looking at the hymen. But I come from a mom that is told me from the beginning, if you're acting like an adult, I need to treat you like one. We know teenagers are liars. So from a parental's perspective, him wanting to know whether or not she's tainted from, you know, just. You, did you say tainted? Parent. You said tainted? No. She did. Tainted, yes. Has she been touched? Has she been tainted? So if you get touched, that means you're tainted and tarnished. That's what you want to teach young no, girls. Not at all, but it's about... You just said not, it. You know, once, a, once a woman starts having sex, chartering an adult world... So is a, is, a, is a young man, when he has sex, is he tainted and tarnished? 
again, we're talking from a parental perspective. Okay, I'm, I'm asking you as a parent, if you have a if you have a young boy, a young man who's 16, is he tainted or tarnished if he has sex? What he's not my little baby no more. He's a, he's he's acting as an adult. So therefore, let's say he didn't have many chores. He might need to have more chores. So you feel like you feel like oh my God. you feel like ye shouldn't have a comment because she doesn't have kids. Not at all. See, I, I think that's that, wrong. You don't you don't you don't think ye was a child one day. You don't think you, ye you has don't think God that kids? I have. You, and I'm also a woman. So maybe if you're a man and you've never been a daughter, you shouldn't have a comment. Is that true too? Not at all. Because this conversation. Because you know, I know, I know what it's like to be a daughter, and I know, I know what it's like to be a young girl, and I know what it's like to have people say things about you and your sexuality and try to shame you for things that you do. And I also know what works effectively for me as a child growing up. That when you sit down and talk to a child and have these conversations, I think that can be very effective. I'm not telling anybody to tell your kids to go out and have sex, but I'm saying there's different ways that you can actually educate your kids and have an open lines of communication. Instead of trying to intimidate them. But see, but that's, that, that, that's, but that's like saying because she doesn't have a child, she can't give a comment on it. That sounds crazy, Day Day, but thank you, Day Day. That's like if you don't play a sport, that means you can't watch a game and comment on it. Right. 800-585-1051. That was donkey of the day. Now. But regardless of the fact, I think it's a difference of opinion. There are some people that agree with me, some people who don't agree with me. Nobody's telling anybody how to raise their child. I'm just saying that I don't believe that that is a great thing. As a woman and as someone who was a young girl, that would not have worked for me. Right. And and just because she doesn't have kids doesn't mean she can't comment on how she feels or how she looks at things. And guess what? Anybody who puts something out there, whether it's on a podcast, on social media, that's open for comments. Absolutely. All right. Now, up next, 800-585-1051. There was a Miami Heat basketball player that took an edible and had an anxiety attack and went a little, went a little left on, on the airplane. So he was suspended 10 games. So... Um, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Have you ever got high at work? Yeah, I know you have. I was there for that. I was definitely We high. actually have the audio. Oh, yeah. We definitely have the audio. We play that when we come back. <laughs> want to hear your high at work stories, all right? I was high one time. I don't even know who gave me the edible, but I took it, and I just it was just a bad morning. I was laughing for hours. I actually went home and gave it to my wife. And my gave wife- what, Gave what to your wife? The edible. Oh. Well, you thought I gave it a D? No, I gave it an edible. And uh, she was effed up. But we'll talk about it when we come back. 800-585-1051 is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I know it now. I know it now. Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about being high at work. Now, this comes from a Miami Heat's uh, basketball player. What's his name, Yee? Dion Waiters. Now, what happened with him? Well, he got suspended without pay. He reportedly overdosed on edibles ahead of a game against the Lakers that happened uh, last week. Now, they made an announcement on Sunday. They said, Heat statement on Dion Waters. We are very disappointed in Dion's actions this season that include the very scary situation on Thursday night and grateful the outcome wasn't worse. And they said there's been a number of instances this season in which Dion has engaged in conduct detrimental to the team. So now he's suspended without pay for 10 games, and that's because of the edibles that he had. Well, he didn't OD. He just took a large amount that he wasn't used to. He had some gummies, and he passed out, and he had a seizure. And then, uh, yeah. So. Well, maybe he took too many then. All right. Well, he should have. Isn't that w- overdosing? He should have <laughs> went of? to. 
He should have went to the house of Mary Jane out in Detroit, and they would have gave him his right dosage. But anyway, um, so we're asking 800-585-1051. We're talking about high stories. You high at work, all right? Now we have one from Envy. We actually have audio from when Envy was at work high. Oh, no, no, remember, I'm doing I'm, I'm doing the high. So, in my defense, you I was high. You always talk like that. <laughs> I was high. No, I was high. I was high. Um... And, and the bad thing about it is is whoever gave me that, I don't even remember. I went home and gave it to my wife, and then she was high. And she Why would you do that to her after that happened to you? And I tricked her too. I was like, just I was like, try this chocolate, babe. And she you So know, you drugged your wife? Yes. Um but it, it was uh We don't recommend that, by the way. No, we don't recommend that. But um I told her what it was after and she just thought it was a little piece of chocolate, so she took a little bite and it had high dosage of THC in it. And when I say she was high, she was, we talk about it all the time. She was swimming on the actual carpet. Like she thought she was in the ocean and she was swimming. Why did you do that to her? I don't know. But she didn't talk to me for weeks because of that. Um, And that was the first time that she's ever tried any type of of drugs. So, and last. This is a terrible story, by the way. Please don't anyone ever do that to anybody that you care about or anyone, period. Please don't. But anyway, um, yeah, the, the one story was I got, I got. Uh, edible and I got to work and I could not complete a sentence. I was laughing. I it was everything was funny to me. I was crying. It was the worst thing ever. <laughs> worst thing ever. Now what about you? You, you ever got high? I went to work. Um, high at work a couple of times. Yeah, one time we were doing lip service with Wiz Khalifa, mm-hmm. and I smoked some of that Khalifa Kush. As a matter of fact, the two times I was high at work was because of Wiz Khalifa. Nice, Wiz. Now that I think about it, one time was at Powerhouse at the concert, and I smoked a little bit. And the thing about his weed is that after, like, two pulls, it's over for you. And I'm not, like, a heavy smoker at all. I might smoke, like, take a couple pulls every couple months. I'm not super into it. I'm more likely to do an edible or something. And it was... I couldn't feel my legs when I was doing lip service and he was there. I was so nervous. I was like, I'm glad I didn't drive anywhere. And I was in the car going home just trying to be quiet. Goodness gracious. Well, let's go to the phone line. Hello, who's this? Hey, my name's Allison. Allison, we're talking about your high stories at work. What happened with you? Well, there was this one time I used to be a supervisor at Wawa. And you know how you have to make sandwiches and all of that. So I used to go in uh, the dumpster, like near the dumpsters with my coworkers and we'd smoke. So this one time I was really, really hungry and I ended up making a sandwich for one of the customers and uh, I actually ate his sandwich by accident because I thought what? I was eating for myself. Oh, yeah, you were high. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. You were definitely high. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, yeah, it was so much fun. Wawa's the greatest. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, he Mama. He was like, but that's my sandwich. Was it a good sandwich? <laughs> um, she made it. So I'm sure it was good. Hello, who's this? It's Shane, man. I'm calling from uh, California, San Diego. Oh, hey, Shane. We're talking about your high stories. High at work. You got one you, for us? Man, Are you in the bathroom right now? Kid. No, no, no. I had to uh, step outside. My kids in there. Hey, but look, I, I'm flying from San Diego to Las Vegas, so I pop like three edibles. When I get on the plane, fall asleep, wake up, I get up and leave all my <laughs> on the plane, my laptop, phone, my iPhone. <laughs> you just left. I'm like, damn. Just left. <laughs> And I get, you know, shout out to Frontier, though. They send my stuff back. But, yeah, the edibles, man, they put you in a coma. Yeah, yeah, he they just do. got off the plane and left everything. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. you know what? I'm thinking about it. It was another time, right? This is oh bad. I was on a plane, and I was in Miami. Somebody gave me an edible, and I took the edible. This was a long time ago. And I ran on the wrong plane. <laughs> I got on the wrong Did plane. Did they tackle you? They didn't tackle me. I got on the wrong plane. Somebody was sitting in my seat. And I was like, yo, you in my seat. They weren't in your seat, by I know, the way. They weren't. So I showed them, my t- I pulled my ticket out, and I'm like, look, this is my seat. They was like, no. 
this plane goes to Newark. You're going to LaGuardia. You're on the wrong plane. And I, and had, to turn, like, womp, womp. I had to turn around, take my bags out the thing and everything and walk off. And you know who was on that plane? <laughs> who? Maxwell was on that plane. Oh, and you already have a thing for Maxwell. I do not have a thing for Maxwell. This is, you have this whole thing, like, where Gia, that's her past, Maxwell. And you know who else was on that plane? <laughs> Don't ignore me. I'm, I'm ignoring you. What's her name? Uh, it used to be Kanye's artist. I can't think of her name. Oh, my gosh. I love her to death, too. Estelle. Estelle? Estelle. Sorry, Estelle. Estelle was on that plane, too. And, and Estelle, they were laughing at me as I walked off. I felt so bad. Sheesh. Well, I did have an experience, too, when I was in San Francisco and I had a, ed- a couple of edibles. They tasted delicious, too. They were like these little watermelon gummies. And I went to the hotel room and my key didn't work. And I was with Paris. And I just sat on the floor outside the room and went to sleep. Outside the room? I just was too tired to walk back down and get the key. She actually had to have them come bring the key up My to the room. My goodness. 800-585-1051. We're talking about your worst edible stories. We were talking about it at work, but it went everywhere with it. Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about high at work stories. Now, this came from Miami Heat's basketball player. What happened with him, Yee? Yes, he actually took some edibles, and after that, he was unconscious on the plane, and they had to take him to the hospital. All right. Now, he's suspended for how many day- games now? Ten games. Goodness gracious. So we're asking 800-585-1051. We're talking about your your, your high stories at work. Hello, who's this? What up? This your girl, D from Norfolk, Virginia. Oh, boy. What you do? What you do, D? Hi, so I work at a daycare company. Right? Oh my gosh! And hold on, hold on, it's not a bad thing. So I took an edible the night before, and it was still hitting when I got to work the next morning. It was so I got to work. I was playing with the kids. I was going down the slide. We made like a whole Bob Marley One Love uh, <laughs> little paint and jank with their hands. It was like red, yellow, and green to embrace all cultures and everything. I got like eighty six customer compliments that day like edibles at work always ain't a bad thing you feel what i'm saying yes it is yeah when it comes to kids you don't go to work high man now stop (laughs) that now and maybe you thought you got compliments but really you didn't no they was they was legit they was documented everybody was like we love the painting kids had a great time so did you ever do it again on purpose no, no, that was definitely an accident. <laughs> like, that was definitely an accident. I would have called out if we won't short staff. Thank All you, right. D. Hello, who's this? Oh, hi, my name's Natasha. Natasha, now we're talking about being high at work. You got a story for us? Yes, okay. So it was a long time ago, and um, it was me and my best friend at work. We used to work at this, like, nitrogen ice cream place, you know, where, like, they have the liquid ice cream, and um, you freeze it to order. Yep. So... My friend came by and she's like, oh, I have these brownies. So we're like, all right, cool. So we take it and we're like, this isn't really doing anything. So Uh as we're doing it, as we're taking it, we're like, all right, you know what? Let's just smoke a little bit more. And we're like, you know what? This brownie sucks. Like we haven't felt it at all. And then all of a sudden we're like making these ice creams for these people. And this huge gallon of liquid ice cream falls on the floor and it like hits us. And we just start cracking up in front of all these people. And they're all just looking at us. And we're just laughing and laughing and laughing. And then from then on, it was just like nonstop. Like we couldn't even work. My goodness. It was just way too intense. My goodness. Stay off the edibles. I know. know. You just never know how it's going to hit either or how long it's going to last. you don't know. All of a sudden, you're like, this doesn't work. And then all of a sudden, it hits you and it's like 10 times more than you thought it would be. That's the trick. I think people take it and be like, man, this is whack. I'm going to take more. 
And then when they take yeah. that more, it's a wrap. I had a situation with Mano where I, I actually gave him some edibles that uh, someone close to me made for him. And he said he couldn't leave the house for two days because he kept taking them, even though he was told only to take one. Yeah, your brother's edibles is dumb strong. Envy, I just said someone close to me because I didn't want to say who it was. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. Hello, who's this? Idiot. <laughs> It's RJ. RJ, good morning, man. We're talking about edibles and being high at work. You got a story for us, bro? Oh, yeah. I do uh, top flight security at arenas and, and all that, and I've been backstage, <laughs> and when that secondhand high hits in, it, you realize you're in a whole different world. You see bodyguards and different girls every night, and that's a real lifestyle for them. And I'll tell you what, I was backstage, two different artists, uh, two chains of Snoop Dogg. I don't know what kind of weed they were smoking, but that stuff was so strong. I felt like I snorted pepper spray. It was that. Oh my was gosh. That. So you were doing, you were doing your top flight security? <laughs> of the world, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, you had bro. a good time, though. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> my goodness. All right. Well, what's the moral of the story? Don't get high at work? Is that the moral of the story? Uh, the moral of the story is to control your high. Make sure you're in a good environment. You're amongst people. Don't do that ish at work, okay? That's All right. It. Now, yeah, you just called me an idiot, right? And I'm just going to tell you something, right? You this, idiot. This, this funny story. So Jackson, my son, comes in the room last night, right? And, and he, he called you an idiot, too. No, he's depressed, right? And he was like, you I said, said he's depressed? And he looks depressed. I'm like, what's the uh, matter? He was like, I said a bad word. I'm like, well, what did you say? He was like, I don't want to say. I'm like, tell me what you said. He says, I said, idiot. I mm. said, who did you call an idiot? He was like, my toy. I said, <laughs> I said why did you call your toy an idiot? He said, because it accidentally fell and hit me in my mouth. So I was like, idiot. And I, said, I was like, I felt bad for saying it. I wanted to laugh so hard. <laughs> I wanted to laugh so hard. I was like, don't use that word. And when he walked out the room, I was dying. But he, I probably wa- he probably walked out and was like, idiot. <laughs> he, probably, he probably walked out and was like, idiot. My dad's an idiot. <laughs> All right, we got rumors on the way. Yes, we didn't even get to this story yet. Alicia Keys and her son, he wanted to experiment with something, but he was concerned about trolls as he was trying to express himself. We'll tell you how she handled it. All right, we'll do that when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Alicia Keys. Listen up. It's just in. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Alicia Keys went on social media and she was discussing how her son wanted to express himself and she posted less labels, more expressions, been thinking about how over-labeled and over-judged we all are. Can you feel me? And here's what she said. The other day I went to the nail salon with Genesis. He's in the chair and he's like, I want rainbow. And she brings all these colors and she paints each nail a different color. And after he painted his nails, he looked at me and said, Mommy, I don't want this on my nails. People are not going to like it. He's four. And I told him, why? Who cares what anybody else says? And so I said, plus, you know, a lot of guys paint their nails. He was like, really? And that made him feel better. But it just got me to thinking how completely judged we are. I mean, I agree with her. I mean, the fact that her son wants to paint his nails, whatever color he wants to paint his nails and be free, I think we should allow our kids to be free. There should be no labels. I agree with that. You wouldn't mind your sons painting their nails, right? No, I wouldn't care. Right. A lot of guys I know paint their nails, and it's just an expression. It's a color. It's not, like, that serious. I mean, I wouldn't say, hey, let's go paint our nails, but if he wanted to go paint his nails, I wouldn't have a problem with it. It's I, like a rock star thing. Correct. I wouldn't have a problem with it at all. I, I don't paint my nails, but I wouldn't have a problem with it. 
All right, now, little Kim, she says that John Singleton wanted to actually do her biopic before he passed away. She was on The Real, and here's what she said. When John Singleton was alive, right, Tom uh, Cruise and Katy Perry used to do this parties. So him and I went. He was like, I want you to be my celebrity date. But I knew what that meant. He wants to talk. He said, Kim, what's, what, what, why are we doing this movie? He's like, you're a walking bestseller. And I was like, well, I was waiting for you. If I did a movie about my life, I'm not doing it with anybody but you. Okay. And then he passed away. Wow. Yeah, but I know so many people would want to hear your story, yeah. Kim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In some way, please bring that to fruition because yeah. so millions and millions of yeah. I, uh, I would love to see a little Kim bio. I can't wait. I mean, All right? just everything she's been through in this industry, how she got her start, her relationship with Big, then you know the shooting at you know at a, at the other station and everything. I would love to see all of that. I absolutely positively I would be in to see that. And she's always seemed like the sweetest person. She is. Like just I don't know her that well, but every time I've seen her, she's had great energy and been really sweet. So yeah, little Kim. All right, now Kodak Black is going to be sentenced this week and is scheduled for Wednesday. So he's been in jail since he was arrested just ahead of his Rolling Loud Miami festival performance. And so now we're going to find out what is going to happen with him. He was arrested on federal firearms charges and he uh, did not go to trial. He pleaded guilty instead. And then later he changed his plea deal on August 22nd. So they're saying he's facing between four and 20 years in prison. Goodness gracious. Yeah. So we'll see on Wednesday what's going to happen. Now, Dave East also has a song on his album called Survival featuring Little Baby. On his album Survival featuring Little Baby. It's called Night Shift. Mm Mm-hmm. And according to Dave East, he actually removed Kodak Black from that song, from the album. So did he I say guess, why? Well, it was because of his disrespectful remarks about Lauren London. Oh, and him and Nipsey were cool. Yeah, I get it. That's more. I, I get it. Yeah. So yeah, you kind of got to ride with your peoples on that. So I feel you on that. I I can't put you on my album and represent for you. Me and Nipsey was really super cool. Absolutely. All right. Now Drake was it. performing at Tyler the Creator's Camp Flognaw Festival. And he was a surprise performer, right? And right. people were looking for somebody else, though. Now, who is bigger than Drake at this point in time? Looking for now? Jay-Z, maybe? Uh, well, apparently, they said, one Twitter person said, so the crowd at Camp Flognaw booed Drake, Uzi, and Rocky offstage because they were mad the surprise guest wasn't Frank Ocean. Is that crazy? <laughs> so, wait a minute. So, they booed Drake because they wanted Frank Ocean? Here it is. Listen to this. Like I said, I'm here for you tonight. If you want to keep going, no. I will keep going tonight. What's up? Frank! If you want to keep going, I will keep going tonight. Oh. It's been love. I love y'all. I go by the name of Drake. Thank you for having me. Wow, what festival was this? I told you, this was Tyler, the Creator's uh, Flagnaw. Tyler, Festival. the Creator's. Okay, I get it. I understand now. Yeah, that's his people's. That's mm-hmm. his camp. So I guess it makes sense, but that was still shocking to me. <laughs> how, like, how would you feel if you Drake? You, you, the biggest artist out right now, you got smash hits, you got numerous you got championship rings. platinum <laughs> albums and singles. You go to perform and they, they boo you? But he did his whole performance, in all fairness. I guess they thought that some way, somehow, Frank Ocean was going to, at some point, come out. Because he is very elusive. So maybe they thought this is going to be the time. And I'm sure he understood. Because it was also pr- the aff- affiliation. That would hurt my pride a little bit. In fact, I go out, I'm, the, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the biggest artists right now, and they start and they hit me with the boo. Yeah, that would hurt. 
I'm sure he'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Let me say happy birthday to my Aunt V and Aunt Carolyn. Their birthday was yesterday. I was flying in, so I couldn't stop through, so I just want to say happy birthday to them. And everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in, 800-585-1051, and uh, get your request in. All right, Revolt will be back tomorrow. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Yee, you out in Detroit, right? Yes, I'm in Detroit. We had a sold-out show last night at the Garden, Black-owned, and it's run by black women. And shout-out to our special guests that came through. We had Sada Baby, Icewear Bezel, Comic J. Will. Also from JLB, we had Ariel, we had Chris Carson, and we had Kirby Gwen. So it was a really fun time, and we got our Detroit versus Everybody hoodies courtesy of Tommy Walker, so we thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be in Cleveland and then Chicago. There's only two more stops left on this lip service tour. And it's been a lot of work. I was on Twitter, and I was talking about how I booked everybody's flights, everybody's rooms, all this transportation for five people because it's the ladies from Lip Service and it's our makeup artist, Sandra Dean. Mm -hmm. And then I've been doing this whole run of show, booking guests, booking DJs, um, and then doing the morning show on top of all that and taking care of my own side businesses. So it's been like nonstop. I've never been this busy in my life in the course of three weeks. So you're doing a lot, but getting it done. Getting it done, and I can't wait to come home and relax for two seconds. All right. Well, this weekend, uh, Sunday, I'm going to be out in Atlanta. You know, I do my real estate seminars where I teach our community how to get into real estate. I bring credit repair, uh, conventional hard money lending, agents, attorneys, and, of course, me and my brother, Caesar. And we try to break it down just to try to encourage and get people to get into real estate uh, and to own something. So we do that this Sunday in Atlanta. And then I'm doing my last one, which is December 15th in New York at the Jacob Javits Center, which I'm very excited about. Um, I've been to car shows there, seminars there, so the fact that I'm actually doing one at the Jacob Javits Center is really, really big. So if you want information, just click the link in my bio and, you know, get all the information you need. I would love to see you guys there. All right? Yes, congratulations. Closing out the year strong. That's a big deal. Absolutely. Just trying to teach the community how to get into real estate. I know you did a, a deal in, in Brooklyn and you're making, making a lot of money, so I'm happy for you. Yes, I actually bought a condo and then I'm trying to figure out if... The person that rented it is paid the whole entire year up front. So I'm like, do I put all that toward the mortgage or do I just take that money, invest it in it and just pay the mortgage every month? But I hate owing money. So the idea of having that like looming over my head, right. it bothers me. Yeah, knowing you and the way that you shop, I think you should just pay it off because the amount of bags, uh, clothes, and shoes you have come sent to my house, I think you should just pay it off. Now, you have some nerve talking about buying bags and shoes and cars. Okay. I didn't say it's not about me. It's about you. All right. <laughs> when looking, we come back positive. Look in thine own mirror. <laughs> when we come back positive, notice the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Yee, you got a positive note for the people? Yes. And this is all. I'm sorry, Envy, but this is for my ladies out there. If my strength intimidates you, I hope you realize that's a weakness of yours. A lot of times people are scared of women with strong opinions and women who are out there doing their thing and who are independent and making money. But if you are scared or intimidated, that's your problem. Breakfast club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done?